Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. Welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It is the 24th of February, year of our Lord, 2024, in the new podcast booth. Everything's turned around. It's upside down. Dogs sleeping with cats. It's a mess. I had so many issues. And I guess I probably am already having issues because you probably can't hear me that well. Um, I moved everything around because the big new monitor was dicked and... To be quite honest, I uh, came back in this morning and nothing worked. So I've been sitting here trying to get it fixed, and it seems to be working good. So our intro, of course, was, uh, you know, migrants, New York City, you know, that's that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with you, you fucking racist? You're a racist, Tony. You know, you fuck around, you find out. This is where we're at now in our world. You fuck around, you find out. Um, <clears throat> it's a normal show today. It's a little woke. Got some sound bites up front. We're going to start with Reed accusing SCOTUS of waging a frontal assault on modern society. ABC cheers Biden's latest student loan bailout. I'm going to bite your ass. They're defending Biden's dog attacks, which are worse. And then ABC and NBC whine that people really want the border secured. And I start with this to set up, we're in an election. It's time for our media betters to literally be ass-fucking-hat. We're going to begin, Robin, at the White House, where President Biden is considering executive action on the border to stem the flow of migrants after congressional Republicans killed a bipartisan compromise on border security. Chief White House correspondent Mary Bruce starts us off. Good morning, Mary. 
Good morning, George. Well, I'm told this morning President Biden is considering possibly taking executive action to impose tough new asylum restrictions, including possibly barring migrants from seeking asylum if they cross illegally between U.S. ports of entry. Now, I'm told the president is considering a wide range of options here. No final decisions have been made, but this does come, of course, after Republicans on the Hill under pressure from Donald Trump tanked a bipartisan border deal that included significant new restrictions. And as President Biden is eager to show voters that he is taking this issue seriously. Look, Republicans have seized on the chaos at the border, turning it into a political liability for the president, upping the pressure on Biden to act. But if he does impose this executive order, it would echo a 2018 effort by then President Trump to bar and block migrants. It's something that Democrats staunchly opposed at the time and that was blocked by the courts. And if he does take this action, it too would likely face legal challenges. But even so, politically, it would give the president an opportunity to show that he is doing something to address this crisis while Republicans. Welcome back. A Secret Service report was just released about a, ba a Biden family member <laughs> who's caused a lot of controversy at the White House. Yeah. Their dog. His name is Commander. The report found that there were at least this is a lot. This is a lot. 24 <laughs> incidents of him biting folks. <laughs> well, I, it makes you wonder, what did he see that nobody else saw? Yeah, right? Yeah. Look, 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 look. Uh, okay, look. Look at him. Uh-huh. He is standing there. You must he have is, missed the 24 bite part of this story when you all... <laughs> he's saying something. He, look, oh, he's cute. He's like, I know you got something in your pocket. Yeah, we see. I don't know what it is. You can say it's your hand, but ah, let me check. Yeah. And he checked, and it was the guy's hand. I have a question for the Republicans. How, yes. can, we, how can we blame this on Hunter Biden? <laughs> There's got to be a way. <laughs> well, so how does it last 24 bites? Because you have a lot of one-bite rules in states every Everywhere where yeah. well they were secret service agents yeah. so it's like you so know they keep it secret well, kind of <laughs> all you gotta do is look at him look, look at, at him can you show that picture again look at his like, that's boy. right yeah. I'm walking listen I'm walking here his... I'm walking yeah. here woo, woo. listen to his name commander that's he's in right. charge he's I'm a, a guard... bite giant he's a guard dog <laughs> that's, right. you know, that's that's why ooh, ooh, right. I, I think people don't understand you know a lot of people just don't understand some things when it comes to dogs it's just innate. It's part of their nature. You know that if the other major headline of the White House today involves the president canceling $1.2 billion in student loan debt, more than 150,000 student borrowers. This was a campaign promise, of course, and he continues to push forward on this. He does, David. And starting today, 153,000 student borrowers will be receiving an email from President Biden telling them that their student loans are being forgiven wiping out $1.2 billion in loans. Now, to qualify, you must be enrolled in the president's signature repayment plan and have a low original balance, less than $12,000, and have been making payments for at least 10 years. Now, this is a far cry from what the president initially promised, but after the Supreme Court struck down his initial plan last year, the president is well aware that voters and Americans are feeling frustrated, and he wants to show that he is still trying to fulfill this pledge, David. All right, Mary Bruce with us tonight as well on the breaking... The conservative majority on the court, led by Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas, have already waged a full frontal assault on modern society, including repealing the civil rights era, abortion access, and affirmative action. And they are currently gunning for contraceptive access and maybe even gay marriage. 
And that is because justices like Alito and Thomas share the religious far right's grievances about society's evolution. Alito once complained that in certain quarters, religious liberty is fast becoming a disfavored right, while the ultimate second-tier constitutional right in the minds of some is the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Why would he care about actual second-class citizens like women, the poor, black and brown people, or gays, lesbians, and trans people? Alito and Trump are joined by House Speaker Mike Johnson, who, according to one MSNBC columnist, is the most unabashedly Christian nationalist speaker in U.S. history, which means he, too, wants to basically eviscerate the separation between church and state. He once called homosexuality an inherently unnatural and dangerous lifestyle. Now, if all of this sounds like The Handmaid's Tale... God, these fucking people, really? Unfucking believable. So, to some of the stuff, this is going to be coming from Todd in Oregon. My God, you are the viewer of the week with some great stories. 7.2 million illegals enter the U.S. under Biden's admin, amount greater than the population of 36 states. We covered it, but it's more now. It just keeps being more. Another one, COVID vaccine linked to many serious health-related issues. Isn't that interesting, considering I am still affected by COVID? 24 months later. It's been two years I've had this ailment. They don't have a name for it. It's getting better on the meds, but it's still garbage garbage. Indiana parents warn nation after child is removed from home for improper pronoun usage can happen anywhere. We covered this, but Todd had it handed it back and it's this is bad. It's it's very bad, folks. So Todd, thank you for your input on these stories. They're fucking scary as shit and the problem is that's the only kind of news we get nowadays, but we're not doing anything to change it. This, my friends, is bigger than you know it is, all right? CBS sees Catherine Herridge's files amid surprise firing. This cannot stand. If CBS wants to salvage a credit of its journalistic credibility, you will apologize to Ms. Heritage on air today and return everything to her immediately. When sources accept confidential assurances to understand the rest of the porter, it is a matter of trusting and take a long time to establish on a personal level. Thankfully, Turley said Heritage... Former colleagues haven't scoffed at this move. The position of CBS has alarmed many, including the union, as an attack on free press, press principles by one of the nation's most esteemed press organizations. Now, they're going to play that as protecting the newsroom or grabbing the documents that are needed for the stories so they can run them since she worked for them. Here's the reality. It isn't. It's She was working on the Biden stuff. She was the only person on the mainstream media that was working on it, and she reported about Bobolinsky and had information on that. So CBS chose to pick sides in an election because they once again... I don't think it's that they're woke. I don't think it's that they hate mega. I don't think it has anything. It's to do with money. With DEI, ISG, all this bullshit we're going through. What they decided was, hey, we're going to go with what's going to get us probably the most money. 
and most of our viewers are liberals and they hate Trump, so they don't want that shit on the news to begin with. That's why they don't do it. Remember, this is the same... Our media is the same news organizations that were upset that Tom Cotton said we should call in the National Guard and then, oh, by the way, the liberals did it and they didn't say a word about it. Yeah, I remember that. I, I don't forget. I bring it up every time. Is AI racist? Product leads tweets give us an indication. Now, this is all over the place, but Jack Krasinski, I've been crying intermittently burst for the past 24 hours since casting my ballot, filling in that Biden-Harris line felt cathartic. It's been a few hours, and it still feels like today's inauguration speech will go down as one of the greatest ever, acknowledging systemic racism, reiterating the American ideal. Google's senior director of product over Gemini. Overcorrecting. You couldn't do white person. Do we have the one? No. There is one where they show what they did do. This was for... uh, Ah, it's going to be a bitch. Hold on. This was for Nazis. All right. So I want you to see this because this is this is extra special stupid. This should be racist in itself, I think. Yeah, those are um, Nazis that are black. That, that's probably not good. Google trying to erase history in real time. Gemini AI just gets worse. Look at how it describes Israel. So let me get to that slide and blow this up some. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Proportionality. The number of Palestinians attacked against settlers is significantly lower compared to the settler violence against Palestinians. Context. Israeli-Palestinian conflict is a complex and long-standing one marked by violence and political instability. It's crucial to understand this context when analyzing incidents and violence. Magnitude and frequency. While Palestinians attack occur, their scale and frequency after significantly from settler violence. It's important to present a balanced and objective perspective. How come Google's, Google's woke AI Gemini has no problem saying that Jews committed violent acts against Palestinians and requires no context yet when answering about the much worse and much greater Palestinian acts of Jews all of a sudden he says, oh, you got to just understand a balance. Does anybody, like, get surprised by this? I see a lot of conservatives and people online just, like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. Believe it, dickheads. People like this are running this crap. A corporate study found that talented white employees enter a fast track on the corporate ladder, arriving in middle management well before their peers, while talented black, Hispanic or Latinx professionals broke through much later. 
Effective mentorship and sponsorship were critical for retention and executive level development of Black, Hispanic and Latinx employees. So this leads me into sharing an inclusion failure of mine. One of many, but just one that I'll share so far. I messed up with inclusion almost right away when I first became a manager. I made some stupid assumptions about the fact that I built a diverse team that then they'd simply feel welcome and will feel supported. I treated every member of my team the same and expected that that would lead to equally good outcomes for everyone. That was not true. I got some feedback that a couple of members of my team didn't feel they belonged because there was no one who looked like them in the broader org or our management team. It was a wake up call for me. First, I shouldn't have had to wait to be told what was missing. It was on me to ensure I was building an environment that made people feel they belong. It's a myth that you're not unfair, unfair if you treat everyone the same. There are groups that have been marginalized and excluded because of historic systems and structures that were intentionally designed to favor one group over another. So you need to account for that and mitigate against it. Allyship involves the active steps to support and amplify the voice of members of marginalized groups in ways that they cannot do alone. In the workplace, this can involve many things from being an active mentor or sponsor to those from historically marginalized communities, to managers of managers setting specific goals in hiring and growth for their teams to ensure fairness and equity of opportunity and outcomes for underrepresented populations. However, back to the point about language being very important, using the title of ally can also come across as othering. So I always state both the groups I'm a member of and support, as well as those that I'm a member of, a, 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 a more of a mentor and a sponsor of, to ensure that it doesn't look like that I'm othering others. So for example, I would say, I'm an ally of women, black people, LGBTQ. I want to say I'm a champion advocate of all of these groups, not that I'm outside or exclusionary of them. The thing that gets my goat on all this is if you watch them, they're reading off notes. This went global yesterday. And the problem is, is that it, they took the story down on X. You couldn't have the story. That's the President of the United States with uh, Nancy Pelosi. They're holding hands not because they're friends, because he has a problem walking. Matt Walsh was the one that brought those things. Um, here's the founder of AI Responsibility, Jen Jenai, speaking in keynote address in 2021. She openly suggests that she treats black, Hispanic, Latinx employees different than white employees because they're special. Senior Google employees like Gemini, Jemaya know that they have a lot of power. Shortly before the 2020 election, Jenaya was caught on hidden camera implying that Google will do what it can to prevent Trump from winning in 2020 and it sounded a little something like this manipulating algorithms to work against President Trump for 2020. President Trump also weighed in. Last week, he hosted a social media summit at the White House to talk about tech company censorship, calling for more transparency and accountability. Companies like Facebook and it's interesting how all this just, just starts getting ratcheted up during election season. I mean, all this AI and bias and you just start seeing people outright can say, we're going to ensure 
the Democrats win, but we're not going to let anybody else win. And, and this is one of their pictures. That's AI generated. That's the American founding fathers. That's what it came up with. Their AI. American founding fathers. I'm not saying African Americans weren't part of American founding. They totally were. But the point is, that's how it brought up because that's how they want to portray everything. It's not normal people. It's not George Washington, no, 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 no. It's got to be obscure people driving a uh, fucking snake oil cart in the 1800s who was transgender. I mean, that's that's what we teach our kids. That's what they want everything to be. So one of the funny things I saw this week was that even though they don't want Trump to win... Here is Mika. Hang in there against the Russian idiot Trump because they want to see the violence, all right, and uh, as in the the craziness inside the Republican Party because they they don't they they, they want to cover for what's happening with the Democratic Party. I mean, they still have two people running against Biden. That doesn't usually happen. And then scummy Hostin claims Nikki Haley doesn't actually miss her military. Husband. Well, like I said a second ago, Willie, I mean, it was kind of striking. She, she really went further yesterday and said, I mean, seemed to suggest that she was going to stay in this race all the way until the very end. And, and I think there is something in that in the sense that uh, she is, we know, that candidates don't drop out because they're losing. They drop out because they've run out of money. That's the, the truism of presidential and all other politics. And I think Nikki Haley has discovered, so far at least, that there is a core of donors that wants to have her in this race, even if she, even if she gets beat. Now, who knows how long this will last? But so far, there's a core of donors who look at Donald Trump's future, that what's going to happen to him potentially in these court cases going forward, uh, other possible things that might unfold in this very unpredictable climate, and say, hey, you know what? It'd be good to have Nikki Haley still in this race, still in fighting. And a lot of these states, she's not going to even win any delegates. They're winner-take-all states. So Trump is going to get himself to his magic number of delegates it's probably they think by the second or third week of March uh, but she is now suggesting she wants to kind of stick around and I, I, I think that part of the thinking is that something it's not uh, totally crazy wishful thinking that something could befall Donald Trump particularly on the legal front that might uh, change the, the, the state of the race that might open create an opening for her and I'll say one other thing is that you know we play rightly we play the clips of, of Haley going head-on against Donald Trump she's amped up her the directness and the fierceness of her uh, critiques against him but she goes she hits Joe the operative word is authentic for me and I think Nikki Haley has been inauthentic from day one she has flip-flopped. She rose her hand and said that she would vote for Trump, which I thought was disqualifying then. She has refused to not say that she would not to say that she would not endorse him. Um, she had the slavery gaff, uh, gaffes over and over again. Um, this is a woman that I don't find authentic at all. And I was so referring while I think, just to this moment, by the yeah, way. I'm referring to this <laughs> moment too. You don't think that was a, a no, real I don't. emotion? You don't think it was real? I, and I think that the that is something... serving in counterterrorism Well, I think Africa. that there's something that um, 
mili that military families do go through. I come from a military family, as many of us do. And I don't trust her authenticity. Um, and, but you and trust that, that if that your, your husband something. was gone and your kids were missing, she was saying, I wish my kids could see him tonight. You know no, how that feels. I didn't, I didn't feel that it was authentic, so, and I didn't trust it. So, the so for me, it was like... And then, of course, because it is election season and we hear a lot of you're going to hear a lot of like white women are killing America or black people because they voted for Trump and the evangelical bashing. I'll be playing one of these every show from here until November. I will guarantee you every show we're going to have white evangelicals are blank. Right. Absolutely. Um, let's also set the stage here in Alabama. It is already one of the most dangerous places to give birth when you think about maternal mortality, infant mortality, preterm birth rates. It's also the state that has the highest rates of pregnancy criminalization. It also doesn't require sex ed and, as you've already highlighted, total abortion ban. So already a very dangerous place to want to grow a family. However, Alabamans who want to and should be able to, they should not have to be told to move or go somewhere else to start a family. Um, that's just not very American, if you ask me. And those who do not have the money to do so cannot do that. And so they're already pursuing growing their family and may need to, as you said, use fertility treatments because they have delayed childbearing which is part of this whole this whole package of, of, you know, wanting to take these things away from, as you highlighted, the evangelical side. It's the idea. You know, it's like the only religion you can dog. John Avalon, you're the guy that does all the crazy shit? Yeah, his ass is running as a Democrat. Are we surprised? No. Hillary Clinton, a vote for Donald Trump is a vote for national abortion ban. Pass it on. So here, you know, we have a lot of that. In our, this is America. Today, we're going to have a shitload of IFV, and I'll explain it when we get there, but oh god how is this lady still here how is she still here so let it be written, so let it be done when the opposition does her job for you a vote for Trump is a vote for life, a vote for Biden is a vote for death the highest priestess of their religion has spoken. They worship at the altar of government. Child sacrifice is the sacrament. I, I just don't understand. I don't care about the abortion. You stumbled on the show. I believe abortion's abhorrent because I don't think abortion's about a woman's right to choose. I think it's a woman's wife to be fucking irresponsible and not use birth control that's free. And there's multiple birth controls out there. There's no longer in my case, my wife, she couldn't take birth control. They tried three different pills. She got really sick. She had multiple cycles. I got a vasectomy at 23. So shut up, feminist, with the, well, what are you doing about it? You should get a goddamn vasectomy. Blah. I did. Shut up. Just shut up. I got it. We're going to be married for life. She was sick. It was easier for me to go and get clipped. I got it done. We don't have to worry about birth control anymore. But that was then. This is 1990 I'm talking about. This is the fucking 34 years later. You got the depot. You got the patch. You got IUDs. You have so many ways to have birth control. And you won't gain weight. 
And you can go fuck everything. We had a whole election on it. But in our world today, abortion is a form of birth control. Morning after pills that they snuck in on the Obama administration, federally funded. Folks, that's against the Hyde Act. That is abortion under federal money because we give it out for free. It's against the law. But the rights to dick list to go say, hey, that's against the Hyde Amendment. You can't do that. And we just let it roll. But if that's your whole platform, if your whole platform is just killing babies and that's why you're voting for somebody, you're worse than MAGA. MAGA's voting for a cult of personality, which is no different than Hopi Changey or Build Back Better or I'm With Her. It's just ideology. They don't give a fuck what they actually believe. They just want to vote for him because the other person's bad. Folks, if your whole purpose is to kill a fucking baby, get the fuck out of here. Is that why you're voting for somebody? I believe in gun rights. I got a gun over here. There's a gun right here on the other side of this wall. There's a gun in the fucking living room. There's a gun in the basement. There's a gun in our car that I put on my hip with my concealed carry. But I don't vote for a person just so I can keep all my fucking guns. I pretty much realize I'm going to keep my guns whether they change the law or not because you can't... You have to grandfather everything. So you're not taking my AR away and you're not taking my 45s and my 9 mils away. You're not taking them. That's the same thing with abortion, dumbasses. You're still going to have an abortion whether you want... whether anybody passes the law or not. The Supreme Court... Change Roe v. Wade, but people are still killing babies full term in our country. It's happening. Women can go to California and get free abortion, free flight there, free, free. So the whole, oh, he's going to ban abortion. In vitro fertilization, fertilization craziness that the left's doing, which we'll cover at the end of the show... Get the fuck... If that is all you have to get people to vote for you, you are no different than Mega. You're no different than Mega. You're, you are Mega. You just are Biden's Mega. But if they're not bashing the Republicans, they're saying, how dare you fact check Joe Biden, Missouri, I'm judging you. How the fuck did you vote in Claire McCaskill? understand it, Claire. Why do they bash America so much? So the only blemish on the great country of America worldwide is in fact Donald Trump. And can I make a suggestion? I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact checks on Joe Biden until they fact check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous that the New York Times fact-checked Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. And every day, over and over and over again. And it's just ridiculous that the New York Times is doing a fact-check on on Biden while they let Trump, while they're numb. That's the problem with these people. They really, 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 really are the ones that run around and talk about morals and values and what we're supposed to be doing and blah, 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 blah. But it only applies to their adversaries, not them. Then, of course, we have the polling. Polling is so jacked up. Everybody knows jacked up. This segment I thought was really good. This was on Fox News. 
pick, Stephanie. What do you think? Yeah, it is uh, quite fascinating what Joe Rogan just said there. And there are a lot of people who believe that Gavin Newsom is setting himself up for a presidential run in case Biden doesn't continue on. He is the plan B, if you will. Uh, as mm -hmm. for the media and how they're handling this, well, you know, they're still supporting Biden in many ways, but some of them, uh, some of the regular allies are starting to question whether or not Biden has it and, and if he's capable uh, to yeah. be president again. So uh, we'll have to continue to watch how they are treating this. But for now, they're still with Biden. 89% of the coverage against President, former President Donald Trump is negative. And they're right. starting to talk hard about policy, like immigration, and they're trying to do the Russia stuff. They're trying to compare Trump to a, a Russian stude once again. So we'll see what yep. happens with that. So meantime, the Monmouth, the direction of the country, right track, wrong track. Look at this, 17% right track, wrong track, 69%. 17% Spencer, <clears throat> Spencer Brown is anemic, I guess, for lack of a better term. Oh, completely. And I think what you're seeing now is both the White House and the Biden campaign trying to win this battle on two fronts. Because not only do Americans believe, rightfully, that the country is moving in the wrong direction, but they don't even think that Biden is capable of continuing to fulfill the role of president. You know, we have a Gallup poll uh, where 61% of Americans say that he doesn't deserve a second term. And then you have an ABC News poll showing that more than 85% of the country think he's too old to run again. And so you're not just trying to convince people that he's doing a good job. They're trying to convince people that he's even just up to the job for another four years. Same Monmouth poll. This is uh, Biden policy ratings. Put these up on the screen. Jobs and infrastructure, his approval, 49%. Infrastructure, 53%. Inflation, 63%. These are all underwater, right? These are the disapproval numbers. Foreign policy, way underwater. Immigration, totally flipped upside down, Stephanie. These are bad numbers if you're running for re-election. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head there, Trace. I mean, if you look at the polling numbers, one could argue that it is a dire situation for a president seeking re-election. I mean, the problem is so bad. This is from Dave Rubin. This administration is run by a man with dementia and his Mary Banda diversity house. Well done, Brian Mass. Please tell me she's not actually in charge of anything, and she is. Correct. We support a two-state solution. Okay. Have you looked at that objectively? Uh, what do you mean? Have you looked at it objectively? Have you analyzed that objectively? Um, this is this is something that we do support. Yeah. Uh, that's not an answer. Have you analyzed a second Palestinian state objectively? Have you have you analyzed it objectively? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Have you don't I know personally what it means analyzed to, it? You don't know what it means to objectively analyze you know something? No, what it means to objectively analyze it. Okay, so have you done that? No, I have not. You if, if, <laughs> if I understand your question. You might not be, because I can't believe that you would answer it in that way. If you, so let me just start over. You're here uh, representing support for a Palestinian yes. state, correct? Yes, yes. Have you analyzed that support objectively? Yes. But you just said no. So I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Okay. I thought I made it pretty simple, but you said no. But I'll grant you that now you said yes, you have looked at it objectively. So having looked at it objectively, which I would assume somebody in your position does, uh, who would you assess would lead that Palestinian state? Pick a group. You can name a group, but I'm saying Hamas, Palestinian Authority, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, some other group. Who would lead it? 
Um, I think that has to be uh, something that's considered. I don't think I'm in a position to say Who did right you now. objectively assess would lead it in determining you have support for a Palestinian state? I don't, I don't want to, I don't think that I can answer that question. I think this has, this is part of a larger discussion. But you objectively assess that you support a Palestinian I state. I do support a In objectively assessing that, who do you assess would lead that state? What group that does not receive military support from, say, Iran, do you assess would lead that, that state? Um, I understand your question, but I think I would have to have a little, I, I, would, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable saying that without Have you having- not? And since we've, this, is, this movie just keeps playing, 16, 20, nine head of state said, I've got to win in November. So now a foreign adversary is why we, what? This is what? This this is from Molly Hemingway. Once again, these are the people who said that if you discredited 2020, you were un-American. Democrats could disqualify Trump if the if the Supreme Court doesn't. Without clear guidance from the court, House Democrats suggest they might not certify Trump win on January 6th. Democrats, the worst thing in the history of the world, punishable perhaps by death, is not voting for certify an election. Also, Democrats, we're conspiring right now to not certify the next election if our opponent wins. These are the same people who wrote this? And sorry, this is a last minute. Bad losers. Why Americans might not trust the election system. Many are already decided about the integrity of November vote by Edward Day Blatt, November 22. Bad losers, election deniers, are a, sh- a threat to democracy. The midterms could be the last chance to stop them. Same people. Same, same fucking people. They, don't, they have no intellectual honesty they have no idea how fucking hypocritical they look all the goddamn time there are things on this with people showing georgia was fucked up people couldn't get votes la da 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 they're gonna suppress votes we're gonna move the fucking uh uh mb M- mlb game yada yada and then they find out that way more people voted and democrats still won Nothing changed. So here's KGP, the New York Times, doesn't like it. And here's the President of the United States saying, fuck the Supreme Court. I can do whatever the fuck I want. 
you all ask me pretty regularly about the president's age, and we lay out what our perspective is. We lay out what we see, we've seen this president do in the last three years, which is deliver on historic, historic piece of legislation that's going to change the lives of Americans for generations to come. Uh, that so what? Now to your question more specifically uh, about um, about the New York Times coverage uh, is that uh, that display what we believe a journalistic objectivity about coverage of the president's age speaks to why we agree with former New York Times public editor Margaret Sullivan and she says maybe the Times and other major media outlets ought to look in the mirror self scrutiny Early in my term I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. But my MAGA Republican friends in the Congress, elected officials and special interests, stepped in and sued us, and the Supreme Court blocked it. They blocked it. But that didn't stop me. I announced we were going to pursue alternative paths for student debt relief uh, for as many borrowers as possible. And that's the effort that's been underway the last two years. I fixed what's called the SAVE plan. It existed, but I fixed it to make it the most affordable repayment plan ever. Before I took office, student borrowers had to pay 10% of their discretionary income on a monthly basis. If they made less than, if they didn't have enough to do that, they were able to not have to pay that month, but the interest continued. A lot of people don't have the means to do that, though. Under my SAVE plan, we're cutting in half to 5% the undergraduate borrowers, what undergraduate borrowers have to pay after their living expenses are accounted for. On that recording, somebody was being a smart ass to go. He went on to say there's only two branches of government, the pro, the White House and Democrats. They told me if I voted for anyone but Joe Biden 2020, a dictator would take office. I did, and they were right. You've dictated that America pay off loans of other Americans despite a decision of the third branch of government. Are you fitted for snappy military very uniform? Good thing we don't have a president who rules like a dictator and just does what he wants to do, even if it's ruled unconstitutional. Then you have all the Taylor Swift shit going on and jets and this and that. And so IRS and all them with Elizabeth Warren, yeah, we're going to ramp up audits of private jet use. Internal Revenue said Wednesday's ramping audits of corporate jets to collect more in unpaid taxes as part of push to increase enforcement on wealthier taxpayers. Tax collection agency will conduct three dozen to four dozen audits of companies and wealthy individuals who may be flying in corporate checks for leisure while noting their trips down as business expense. Elizabeth Warren it's not rocket science. Rich executives shouldn't get business tax breaks when they use corporate jets for personal travel. Now that the IRS has the resources, cracking down on wealthy tax cheats. P.S. Republicans in Congress want to help the rich with IRS funding cuts. So technically, when her trophy boyfriend flies in her private jet to Australia in his yellow... <laughs> Golden Girl outfit. Did anybody see that? It was all over Reddit yesterday. I don't know what the fuck this guy where he gets his... You, you, wow. I'm going to get a picture of it. It's just... Wow. It's fuck. Well, here. You know what? It's here. I got history. Th- this... I don't know much about fashion. I'm just a regular old dude. Um, but... This... Uh... uh 
This right here. Sorry. Totally off subject, but the corporate jet thing is where the subject came from because it's that's where it's coming from. It's coming because they all see the left going crazy at Taylor Swift for flying her corporate jet when the reality is motherfucking get the fucking fuck out of here, folks. You literally... What is this? What is that? And his beard. What is up with that beard? With it, like, tucked. It's like his beard's a a square. I think. Is, is that right? No, it's not. Okay, it's something else. I thought it was like a square. But um, he's got he's got his beard and his yellow little. I mean, what is that? And dude doesn't even have calves. He's an NFL player. I got bigger cows than he does. What the fuck? This has nothing to do with I thought I had a little crush on her for a while. It has to do, what is that? What is he wearing? The guy's a millionaire married to a billionaire, dating a billionaire. There's rumors she gave him $500 million or $500,000 to go buy clothes. And he wears paint splotch, dove, And that shit. And he's the most eligible bas- bachelor, like the hottest thing on the earth. Really? <sighs> you women need to get your shit together. Commander Biden, President Joe Biden's family dog, beat a U.S. Secret Service personnel and lies 24 incidents at the White House and other locations according to new internal USSSS documents. 24 incidents. Easy picking tweet. Biden as bad a dog owner as he's a president. If you treat your dog poorly, you will react poorly. This reflects on Biden and his presidency. It's true. POTUS gets joke per the press school while posing for a selfie of the customer at CJ's Cafe in Los Angeles. President Biden switched the customer's phone to selfie mode. The customer expressed surprise the pro- promoter POTUS knew how to do it. Uh, should have expanded it, sorry. After the last guy, the bar's on the floor, POTUS quipped. Gotta love this guy. And that is a... Uh, journalist. The next person... Seriously, people need to relax about President Biden's age and just understand that VP Harris is ready to step in if there are any problems. Until then, Biden can't turn back time anymore than the rest of us. Just let him do his job. That's the point. He's not. That's our wonderful, compassionate president. Let's show you something. This is what they're doing and they get away with it and nobody fucking cares. The media is doing it and nobody fucking cares. That's not Biden. That's an older photo. That is pre I'm in the basement. Biden administration to forgive 1.2 billion in student loan and the Supreme Court said no. That's all I have to say. That's impeachable offense. The Supreme Court said fucking no. And they're doing it anyway. Pure nightmare fuel. Twitter reacts to Biden saying the key to his marriage is good sex. 
81 says the key to marriage is good sex. Replies to it. Uh, ooh, oh, that's good. Jill Biden agrees she's kissing somebody else. No one believes this man is having sex. Yeah, the guy who can't even climb a staircase without falling is somehow capable of good sex. No one is buying what you are selling. At 81, get the fucking fuck out of here. You're not getting boned unless you're at the village. Are you taking Viagra and meth? Nobody at 81 is getting their, their fucking swerve on. I'm just telling you. It's not happening. We want to think we're going to, but we're not. By 81, my back won't even be functional. I have like a big piece of metal in my back just so I can fucking walk. Odds on, we'll all be in fucking undergarments because we won't be able to hold our pee and shit. So I'm assuming if I can't not not shit my pants the last thing my wife wants to do is have sex with me. I'm just throwing it out there. Now Jill seems to be pretty good shape. So I think Jill is getting a little something-something on the side. Because I don't think Joe has been able to do sex after whatever the fuck happened to him in 2020. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how fucking brainwashed you are on the left and how they would never lie. And they're the good guys because they care about black people well, unless they're caring about LGBT, unless they care about black LGBT. The point I'm making is something happened to that guy. Something seriously medically happened. And home skillet has never been the same. So that's our opening section. We're going to move on to Everything's Racist. They're going to have uh, first, I always like hearing the sound bite. Mayor of C- CNLV announces the city will discriminate against white business owners. The city is holding a fair this weekend and only black-owned businesses or vendors allowed to operate there. This is government-sanctioned, taxpayer-funded racism because you can do that on Black History Month. The next is Fannie Wills' father refers to Jesse Unruh, a white politician, as a cracker. In a recorded video, white people are the only group you're allowed to be racist to. She did about 10 of these. I'm going to cover two. Racism is racism is racism, folks. Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist. After the election, I was so pissed off at that. How could this Texas cracker come here and run the black community? I was just livid. Who about, are you referring to? Um, uh, Jesse Hunter, Big Daddy, Fat Texas Cracker. Okay, Hunter. Okay, him. Okay. 
I'm Mayor Pamela Goins-Brown. As part of our Black History Month celebration, I'd like to invite the community out to our Black-owned business fair on Saturday, February 24th. We will have a DJ, live music, vendors, children's activities, resources, and much more. So come on and join us. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's not nice. That's, that's not nice. What, what the fuck? Christopher Rufo, another Harvard admin for plagiarism and a damning thread. I think I got the wrong, yep, I do. I've obtained documents that Harvard DEI administrator Shirley Green plagiarized more than 40 passages in her PhD thesis, making her the third black woman at Harvard to accuse of academic fraud. Green is a Title IX coordinator affiliated with the Office of Gender Equality. Blah, 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 DEI. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing. In Microsoft official 2023 diversity inclusion report, they openly admit that they're paying white people less than other ethnic groups in the name of pay equity. And in here, women... Yeah, they 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 play them. They yeah, they're they're fixing, they're cooking the books. That's that's not good. Regina Mai Allen, an outspoken trans non-binary activist, was arrested on child sex charges for distributing, possessing, and viewing child pornography. It keeps on happening. Kids are always afraid of the monsters in the closet who have ever thought I'd become the monster. Well, you are, and that's the point that keeps coming up and up and up and up and up. You know, I, if you stumbled on this webpage, I literally, um, I literally don't understand why we're not helping these people. They need help. That's what they need. So here is uh, two people going after right check ch- ch- whatever libs of TikTok. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. Far-right Republican rhetoric contributed to the beating death of a 16-year-old student in Oklahoma. Just a few weeks ago, Ryan Waters, the superintendent of schools in Oklahoma, added the creator of libs of TikTok to the school library board. And it was too much even for the people of Oklahoma. There was no benefit to putting a woman from California who has no children in the Oklahoma school system on the school board when the entire ethos of her social media account is to attack, dehumanize, criticize, and dox queer people. Is it mandatory reporting? Is that what it's called, mandatory? Give me a nod, if you're on the school board, you should know. Is it mandatory reporting for somebody to report a hate crime? Is it mandatory? Did I not tell you this was going to happen? Yet here I am again, and I'm sure when I leave your Chaya Raichet check will tweet my stuff out again and I'll get more death threats. That's who you brought into the room. You emboldened these three girls yourself. Chaya Raichek emboldened these three girls by being on the library board. It's already difficult to be in high school. It's very difficult to be different. But when somebody's attacked for being different, this isn't even about the death part, because 
That's coming next, and we'll see who gets charged and how many families lose their children to prison. You are liable. You. So what are you going to do about it down the line? Literally, what are you going to do to change your behavior? It was real nice that you said thoughts and prayers for everybody at the beginning. You brought it on. I remember people telling me that's how you get people killed. That if you actually do stuff like that and set people up, you know, by saying they're dangerous and crap, you can get them killed. That's dangerous. So here's Harry Sasson. Holy crap, a Trump advocate just went on a homophobic rant at CPAC claiming that marriage is a union of a man and a woman. This is who mega Republican Party are is going crazy. This is an old video, but most of the country believes this, so I don't know why he gets so offended. They can't really turn a couple of men or a couple of women or three men and a billy goat, for that matter, into a marriage. That's just not what marriage is. No disrespect is intended to anyone. Some people don't want to get married. Okay, there's no obligation. But marriage has a meaning. Marriage is and always has been the union of a man and a woman. And then we get into the local stuff. And, I, you know, I this is... Um... This was in New York City. So basically, um, New York City school passed out BLM trans-affirming activity books to kids. And within it, it is covering the 13 guiding principles of BLM stuff. Restorative justice, empathy, loving engagement, diversity, globalism, queer-affirming... Um, trans-affirming, collective values, integral, intergenerational, black families, black villages, unapologetically black, and black women. And this is all within this little book. And they hand it out. There it is. Right there. To kids. In school. This is, this is what we're doing. And that's okay. That's totally okay because why wouldn't it be okay? I mean, this is what we do. This is how we roll. It's pretty freaking sad if you ask me, like really fucking sad. But here's Warner Brothers doing the same thing using the DEI in a business. Jump in real quick. That's that was just wonderful, Megan. That self care would have been my piece of advice. I went through this at a, at a off the record roundtable of, of CDOs recently, and one of the things that came up that is adjacent to self care is the frustration of having to work with or persuade the most powerful person in your ecosystem that the work is worth it and that they should reveal themselves more, they should take a bigger role, whatever it is. And we came up with this strategy, and I love it. It is find your people and ignore the person that you cannot persuade. You know exactly who they are, and if you can't bring yourself to do it because of your professional orientation, give it 30 days. Ignore them for 30 days. Don't take the bait. Don't send them the, the, the clip. Don't send them the newsletter. Don't send them the deck. 
just focus on the people who, who um, are willing to do the work, the new arrivals to the work, the new leaders who are preparing, as we've talked about, to be better allies, to, to be more vulnerable, to communicate better, work preparing them, and find your people, even outside of your organization, who can help you fine-tune, who can help you make sure that you're not reading the situation wrong, and then and let you know that you're not alone. But absolutely, do not get caught into that spin cycle of trying to persuade the most powerful person that you know who is not interested to be interested because they're not coming. 30 days. You can do it. And, and it it's, um, it's kind of to the point right now where, you know, I kind of wonder, um, what else are they teaching? What, what are we teaching our kids? Seriously, what, what, are, what are we teaching them? Because it's out of fucking control. Transgender funeral scandal. AG urged to probe St. Catholic Cathedral event. And I, I read this, but I want to make sure. Um, transgender atheist prostitute. On Tuesday, a group called Catholic Vote wrote a letter to New York Attorney demanding the investigation of the situation for deceptive lies coordinating used to get the Catholic Church degree to hold the service. And it is. This is, this is what they do. And then we have trans march uh, activists gets around clashing with Virginia pro-life group. And in this, we have multiple little incidents. Some white women are mad, so they're screaming. And once again, you need to worry about mega. It's all about mega. Mega is the threat. Then, of course, we have this one. This one's really sad, but it's how we do things now. We, we don't actually research. We go through and we find individual cases of something happening and we call it real, right? Real, that, that this is really happening, that this girl died. It's really sad she died, but she died because somebody beat her up and treat her like shit, and blah, 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 and it's not true, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. She died. It's sad, but it wasn't because she got beat up, as they all said. She didn't die of trauma, but we put it out there. And then you have libs pushing this. This is uh, Michigan Democrats trying to do the name change on... Um, driver's license. And this is the most important thing we can be working on. Can one really change their biological sex? I hear the word accuracy it, a lot. And it really doesn't matter for the purposes of this conversation. We're talking about identity documents, not medical standards, not a philosophical conversation about that. So, um, with all due respect, that's not a fruitful line of conversation as it relates to these bills. It's not germane. I guess where does it stop? Because 
let's say I want to be six inches taller, I can't really change that. Well, as it relates to these identity documents, it stops with what's in the bills. So if you would like to bring forward a bill that says you can state whatever height you want, then I guess we can have that debate then. But the limits are quite clear in the bill. The rest of it is a philosophical. Why are we not regulating this? Now this, I know it's an extreme case, but Giant Male in Kip Academy, Massachusetts, injured three girls during a girls' basketball match. The end of the game, really, because he can, he can hurt more girls. Men beating up girls is celebrated by the left. This this is a guy. This is a guy. It's a young man who's really confused, and this is what we're doing in our school. So, of course, every damn freaking podcast, I play a PBS soundbite. And this one right here, once again, is them pushing some gay agenda. been a thought that like we should cover LGBTQ issues but no like foresight about what it would mean to bring an actual trans person on staff so like ever every conversation was like hey ladies like I love you women like you are all my sisters like every five seconds I was misgendered as this group of people like internally publicly I just felt so broken. I was like, I can't believe that I walked into this. Like, everybody was so excited and just celebrating all day. And I spent the whole day in my apartment crying in bed. Internally, like, people need to be challenged um, to think about. <sighs> outside of their experiences. Cory D'Angelo posts leaked email Texas school officials telling teachers to vote against school choice. All being pushed up top. A binary student. All right, then we're just going to go into our This Is America. You're going to see a Hollywood scene. NBC actually talking to somebody who didn't want their abortion now um, and the IFV stuff that we will talk about in a second it is just out of fucking control this is America don't catch you slipping no. don't catch you slipping no. look what I'm whipping no. this is America don't catch you slipping no. don't catch you slipping no. This is America. In 2008, at age 24, former Army Lieutenant Amy Brown got an abortion. 
a decision she now regrets that she says left her shattered. Soon after, she met Sam. He's helped me process it with compassion. And with Meantime, back here in the U.S. tonight into the new fallout that could affect so many women in this country. It comes after that decision declaring frozen embryos are people by Alabama's highest court. Tonight, more Alabama hospitals and clinics have halted IVF, even with women, families in the middle of treatments. Tonight, Vice President Kamala Harris saying this is because of Donald Trump and his picks for the Supreme Court overturning. Okay, to this crazy shit that's going on with the IFV. So the left will push anything. Every year it's something new. And once again, if you just stumbled on the show, don't give a fuck about abortion. Murder a million babies. None of my fucking business. I think it's horrible. I don't think you should do it. I think we should have restrictions because babies are born at 19, 20 weeks now because we have science and shit. And you're the people that say science. So maybe murder your baby up until 23, 24 weeks. Then you can murder your baby. But after that, we probably should be murdering babies. But it's really none of my business to so murder your baby. And I don't think we should pay for murdered babies because I don't believe you should be able to murder your baby. Just like you don't believe I should be able to get pecker pills if I have incontinence, which or not incontinence, ED. Well, I don't have ED but because I don't have sex because well, I can't. That has nothing to do with it. The reality is I don't need those pills. Don't need the government to pay for it. So government should be paying for abortions. Government should be paying for anything. But we do because the government decided back in 2008 to win an election that birth control was the most important thing so that everybody should get birth control. And a radio talk show host who was a piece of shit but represented the Republican Party somehow was a cocksucker for calling somebody a slut who was going to an Ivy League school and spending 50000 a year at the time but she couldn't afford a birth control. And she was the poster girl for birth control. So we said everybody's going to get birth control and birth control is fucking free. Shouldn't have to have abortions, but that didn't work because people don't want to use the birth control because it affects their hormones or it makes them bloated or they gain weight. I got it. It's a big deal. I wouldn't want to fucking have to do it. I, I got my vasectomy. Shut the fuck up. I went and did it. 23, dude. You know how hard it is to get your shit clipped at 23? It's impossible. You just can't roll in and go, hey, clip my shit at 23. It's a lot of crap, but I did it because my girl couldn't and I loved her. So I did the right thing for us so we could still fuck. We're in our 20s, so we can fuck. I did it. I took care of the business. I'm good. Point is, we made it free. Then we decided we're going to do morning after pills as birth control, and we're going to pay for it federal government. That's bullshit. It gets the Hyde Amendment. Most people don't want it. The actual stats are 70%, 80% of Americans want abortion legal. Oh, and by the way, 67% don't think you should kill a baby after 23 weeks. And 70% say we shouldn't be paying for your fuck-up. Use a rubber. Do something, yo. It's not my business. Why do I got to pay for your shit? Fix your shit. Oh, the answer is you got to pay for it anyway on free health care and got to take care of food stuff. Fuck off. You're the same people say we follow science. We follow science and the world's blowing the fuck up. But it's not. We're, we're still good. But I was told we're dead. I was told that in my teens because it was global cooling, which turned into global warming, which turned into, I don't even know what the fuck we are now. What are we? Does anybody know what the fuck we are? I don't know what the fuck we are. So it goes down the line and becomes each cycle a new thing. And the latest new thing is IFV. And IFV is in vitro fertilization and a lefty group pushed through just like you got the pro-lifers going to jail because they stand on a sidewalk and pray and cry. 
They push for that shit so people can just go on and get their abortions. They push that if you kill a baby embryo, then is that covered under this law? And the Supreme Court of the state goes, hey, yo, you, you didn't write it right. It, it would be that. But nobody on the left or the right or in the middle, because there's lefties that don't want to murder babies. Nobody actually believed that's what the law was done, but it made a loophole. And so they played this game so that they could say Republicans, the right, mega, white dudes, cis-normatives, people that listen to grunge, they want to kill black women who can't have abortions or some shit. And they're for executions. And they don't care about the rape, incest, health of a mother and abortion. Nobody on the planet believes that a person who's raped and incest should have to carry a baby. Or if mom's going to die if she has this baby, she should keep the baby. But you make that fucking decision long before full term, motherfuckers. What, did you just realize at 36 weeks and the baby came out? Fuck, that's my uncle. I don't want that baby. Throw it in the garbage. The left believes that should be the way it is because Northam and company actually said it on air. The baby gets getting comfortable and the doctors and professionals all decide we're just going to leave the baby to starve to death. They said it. And then they said they didn't say it. And they said, if you said it, you kill, you want to, you hate black women or some shit. It's always black women. Well, now it's black dudes dressed as women. That's the most important demographic. So IFV loophole is no different than the Affordable Care Act dickweeds. You wrote the Affordable Care Act, you put a tax in it, which you can't do. So the Supreme Court, for you, decided, I don't know why voice with their puberty, decided, hey, yo. Sorry, I need a hat. I'm fucking, always oh, got the heat on 4,000. I'm dying. Um, the Supreme Court decided we're going to write law, even though we can't. And we're going to say, fuck you, you got to pay your taxes, which got removed, but we still somehow have to keep proving that we have health care. And the Affordable Care Act, which wasn't supposed to be a subsidy, is now being subsidized by federal tax money anyway, because their premiums go down and mine go up. Every time I talk to the shrink, it's 37 fucking dollars now. It was 24 the last time I tried in 2013. Co-pays on everything goes up. 25 to go to a crack appointment. 10 per prescription. I mean, it's just nonstop Tom fucking foolery. But my point is, they wrote that law all fucked up. Supreme Court helped them and said, fuck it. We'll fix the law for you, Pally. So, in closing, IFV is some dumbass shit because nobody believes if you accidentally... Let a baby embryo die, or you break the test tube, or you in, you disseminate two in plant one that were murdering a baby. But to play fuck, fuck, goose in the time of elections? Yeah, we're going to talk about IFV like it's a real fucking thing. So pro-life, make more babies billboard land in Atlanta, Georgia. Having a child? Save. Make more babies. We're taking more and more babies on the road. On February 21st, 22nd, every life on our iconic Make More Babies digital billboard will be in Atlanta, Georgia. And the 100-foot sign is massive. So I wanted to cover that 
because I think it's pretty fucking funny. Good for them to counter it. And we'll play their little video they made, and we're going to roll straight into a little short TikTok section. Okay, our girl again, and uh, it goes a little something like this. Someone sees snowflakes up close and still not believe in a creator. Watch this video and then we'll talk about it because this goes so much deeper than just frozen water. mind-blowing right it would be one thing if snowflakes were the only thing in nature that represent fractal patterns and symmetrical geometry but it's not just snowflakes it's literally everything once you see it you will never stop Excuse me. plants represent it fruits represent it animals represent it Shells, spider webs, stars. And even our DNA represents these fractal geometric shapes. The extent of which these sacred geometrical patterns show up in nature is truly magical. And we don't even know how significant it really is. But I think at one point we did. At one point we knew just how sacred, connected, and precise everything is. I guess it's just a coincidence that God said, let there be light. And the combination of sound and light appears exactly like all of On the other side. Okay. In lieu of that, I just had this one come down that we didn't play. And this is them saying that, this is Politico saying there is no creator. Heidi, you've got the new speaker, uh, Mike Johnson, who's not afraid to wear his Christianity on his sleeve, on his sleeve, his collar, his lapel, his head, wherever he can wear it. Um, how do members react to that? How are they responding to this real strong infusion of Christian nationalism into the body politic of the House? I've talked with a lot of experts on this, and I've seen it myself with my reporting, Michael, which is that the base of the Republican Party has shifted, right? Remember when Trump ran in 2016, a lot of the mainline evangelicals wanted mm -hmm. nothing to do with the divorced, uh, you know, real estate mogul who right. had cheated on his wife and with a porn star and all of that, right? So what happened was he was surrounded by this more extremist element. You're going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very... Uh, very schooled on because they have a lot of power in Trump's circle. And the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, 
because Christian nationalists is very different, mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. The problem with that is that they are determining man, men, mm -hmm. it is yeah, men, yeah. are determining what God is telling them. And in the past, mm -hmm. that so-called natural law is, you know, it's a pillar of Catholicism. For mm -hmm. Catholicism. Let's break that down really quick. And I know it doesn't go with our TikTok theme, but understand the concept that we were built on one nation under God. Everybody was indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And that was the basis. It says, God, we trust on our ma on our money. We were a God country. White Christian nationalists, nobody calls themselves that. That's what she and the media have come up with, the far left, to demonize people who believe in God, which makes you defective, even though Biden's Catholic and Clinton was Catholic and HRC pretended to be a religious and go to African-American churches and drop the R and go, y'all ain't seen me gone far enough down road. Something an African-American said back in the day and it was okay for her to fucking plagiarize. That fucking shit. They say they're religious, but when it's a Republican, you're a piece of shit. You don't care about women. Even though I would tell you emphatically, Republican houses are more bitchy, as in the men are more subservient to a woman than Democrat houses. You go do a survey on a block, I believe there's a God. I'm not religious. I don't go to churches. I pray maybe once a week. I have a problem now. Uh, after getting sick and everything I went through, I, I, I'm not happy with God. And I know it's wrong, it's blasphemous, but it's just where I'm at. I'm having a really hard time. I had a hard time after my parents got divorced as a kid. I had a hard time after war, where I was really confused on whether what I did was good or not. I was like, I'm, I sinned. I committed a fucking, um, I broke a commandment. And I had a hard time with that. And no, I have a hard time with the fact that I've been sick and everything I touch breaks. Life sucks, blah, blah, blah. When I've been a good person, I've been a God-fearing person. So totally off track, but I'm not super religious. White Christian nationalism was used to say a, you're garbage because you believe in a God. B, you're garbage to like America because America is garbage. America is the worst fucking country on planet Earth. And if you don't think we need to scrap it all so that Democrats Woke can live all, you know, do all the laws and do all the things they want to do without any constraints by the Constitution, you're garbage human. So they, they had to come with something. Mega no longer works. You did mega, ultra mega, uber mega, super duper mega, mega on a Tuesday, mega on Friday, mega, mega, mega. All we said was mega, 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 and everybody was mega if you didn't vote for Biden. Even though a person like me didn't vote for Biden, and I didn't want to vote for Trump, I think Trump's a piece of shit, but I knew Biden was incapacitated. I knew that before I voted. I also knew with Hillary that if we voted Hillary in, we just had 12 years of a Democratic fucking run bullshit, and she was a crooked fuck, and I didn't want her to be president. I knew Trump was garbage, but everybody who talked to me, why would you vote for Trump? Because at least when Trump's president, 
I know what's going on in the country because the media go into fucking overdrive and goddamn do they not come back and say, Jesus, you were right. It's fucking crazy town. And then we go to this guy. We don't know Dick. We don't know anything. They don't report anything. They defend him. And the moment they do say, hey, yo, what the fuck? Guess what happens? The rest of the media goes, oh, that's horrible. Now PBS is right wing. I mean, get the fuck out of here. We've gone through so many iterations of different verbiage to dog Republicans and make them demonize with the media doing it. I mean, the media pushes it. The left comes up with crazy shit, but it's the media, who are part of the left, who will sit there and go, oh, white Christian nationalists. They don't want anybody coming across the border. They're racist. They're xenophobic. They don't want women to have abortions past fucking 24 weeks, piece of garbage, shithead. The list goes on and on. It's what they do. And that is politico. Spoda be unbiased all right here's our uh seven my cell service wasn't working and i'm not the only one americans reporting nationwide cellular outages from at&t cricket wireless and other providers what does this mean woke up this morning and my cell well that's interesting what does it mean i don't know my shit was working and t-mobile wasn't supposed to be working which by the way i really like t-mobile i'm into them here's our girl morgan again you don't drink the gold juice. So I was offered the gold juice three times in my 20s, my 30s, and What's my 40s. What's that? A lot of gold Pete? showers. The Burbank. gold juice that I will live forever and I'll have whatever I want. The gold juice. What? You never offered the gold juice? No. I'm, I'm a scumbag comic. What is the gold, the gold juice? juice? I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't drink it and I didn't want it. And is this I a- noticed when all the girls, certain girls on Orange um, changed. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's like a real thing. Like, it's all a real thing, and it's scary because they send, like, people after you, and they can, like, kind of moonlight as, like, a friend or, you know, and, and they're wolf in sheep's clothing. And, and, and listen, you can have everything you want, all the fame in the world, all the money. I'm like, hmm, what if I just drank it? But then I, you know what I mean? Like, what if I, and I don't know what it is. It's, if it's a metaphor for the gold juice, like, you feel what I'm I've heard this shit before. It's like an elixir. That. Put your tinfoil hat and turn it all around. Do the hokey pokey. I thought this one was funny. It's funny, but it's fucked up. That's pretty funny. Uh, these are just in my feed. Here's a whore. I shouldn't say that. I, I have to tell her that dick off limits. I hop on it at night. I'm a menace. Yeah, that's that's not good. I know. Hold on a second. I'm gonna um, let's play the next one because I forgot I got one from that Christmas one. Nope. Yep. Yep. This one's uh, another one of those. Fuck you, dude. Why am I so obsessed with you? Well, you. That was kind of an Eric fucking thing, wasn't it? Hold on a second. Let me find TikTok. I'm going to pause for two seconds. 
Okay, and then I, I couldn't find it. I was trying to find, uh, I actually got messages about the one I played with the girls on Christmas. And I tried to get the girl that somebody emailed me and said, who's the girl in the white boots? And I got a message, but it was some other girl asking me to go see her special picture. So it really wasn't answering my question, and I don't want to see her special pictures. So um, this is last night, uh, of course, or was the day before? It was the day before, the, the Travis Kelsey, uh, Ozzy, whatever the fuck. But this was everywhere, all over my feed. Everybody all happy. She's liking everybody seeing her with big stud muffin. And here's stud muffin. What the fuck is he wearing? And then, of course, the entire internet went bonker shitville over this. He did. She did the chief thing. Two seconds. They're all. These are all in my feed. I don't even follow this. This is one of those moments in history where you're seeing pushback, and I'm about to talk about it. Now you're getting a shitload of this. Why is it when Ice Spice mentions God, does Taylor Swift shake her head no? Okay, that, that one's that's all over the place because she marketed herself initially as this Christian gal, all right, and she pushed herself as a right wing person. Then she realized it wasn't going to work, so then she went left wing and pushed during the 2020, I believe, is when she started becoming political. That's all over the place. Simultaneously, there is a shitload of this. A glitter tastes like. Have you seen? You know I didn't want to have to haunt you, but what a ghostly scene. You were the same jewels that I gave you as you bury me. I didn't have it in myself to go with grace, because when I'd fight, you used to tell me I was brave. And if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake, cursing my name, wishing I stayed? Look at how my tears ricochet. And it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound. Gonna talk about it in a second. Then there's these counterings. There's been about the jet lately. A lot of jet. 
All right, listen to the... Did you hear the singing? That's lip syncing. She's lip syncing. That's all over the place. Going to get to the point. Here's the last one. And, and these all on my feet. I, didn't, I do not follow any... This is just what TikTok was when I went in today. Okay. So, quick pause. Okay, so I go online yesterday, and it's all you see on Reddit. It's everywhere. I don't even follow this shit. I've been in this one about get it off my chest and relationships, and um, I'm just answering questions. I've actually had people direct answer me. What do you think? They know I'm older, but they don't know how old because if you say your age, it's all run by kids. I got banned for three days because a mod busted me for complimenting somebody really respectfully. I just said, hey, don't worry about stupid stuff like this. You're a beautiful young lady. There's a guy for you. Let it go. And I got liked a 400 times. I mean, literally everyone was liking it. The mod didn't like it because it broke a rule that nobody knew what it was. And they put a post and literally people were defending me going, well, I'm not going to say my, my name. He got banned. You banned him from being nice. That was actually the what the person wanted. Well, that's not we we don't do kibby. I don't know what the fuck kibby is. So I got ultra banned, like a ban from the forum, and then I got suspended for three days because I responded back with, "What rule did I break? I just want to know so I don't repeat this." Oh, you're on a head trip. Got it. And then that's what got me banned. So whatever. So these things keep coming up. And here's her cover, which, you know, once again, everybody loves thinks it's the greatest thing ever. I am telling you right now that this thing just fucking came out. And we're talking, people are already trying to sell it on eBay. $140 for the vinyl press. The problem is there's a shitload of presses. Like, a lot. So what I was seeing, which was blowing me away, was that even diehard fans were like, hey, yo, we just bought remakes of all our albums. So we bought it the first time. We bought it a second time to hear special stuff. And then you did different versions of that so we get specific songs that were extra. Now you're doing an album, and it's got like 45 freaking thousand Um different variations of said songs each one has a specific song each one has a different uh vinyl thing each one has this each one has that and the general trend which i'm i couldn't find the damn post because i don't know history sucks on this thing um with people dogging her like what the fuck are we doing why do you're a billionaire why are you gonna make everybody do this and people literally saying all i saw and it's called uh swifty neutral somehow i got in there i answered something and it's always in my feed so i see the stuff and basically what it is is people are like i canceled my order i'm just gonna wait for it to come out on on uh, spotify fuck it people will post it then there's the diehard Taylor Swift has removed and revealed two more alternative covers for Torture Poets. Found out yesterday you can only do five. So if you have four different covers and you do a fifth, that becomes one. So you can do four different colors covers and get the credit of the sale. So I buy cover, and it's basically the backgrounds, as we'll see. I buy the backgrounds of these fucking weird-ass freaking... We're about to talk about it. 
sections on the back of her album, that gets me... Four albums. Each one has one additional song. So now I have four extra songs, four different albums, and the artist gets the count as four. It's not that they sold the album really once to somebody and then they're so in craziness over an artist that they're doing extra stuff. No, that's that that, that they get four. If they do five covers, then it's only one. You don't get counted for it. That's a guy who worked in the industry put that out. So that's why they always keep it to four covers or four different versions of said album. And then the artist can get sales for the four albums. So technically, Taylor Swift is selling the most albums to everybody right now. But really what is also on top of it is that she's selling multiples of the albums she's selling. So that's how her numbers are up because all her people are fucking crazy. And they will buy all this because of this. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. So there's going to be five versions of this crazy-ass album, and her people all day were going crazy off the... This is Gaylor Swift. These are people that love Taylor Swift but think she's gay, I guess. And in theirs, the albatross. And if you zoom in on it, Am I allowed to cry? I am allowed to cry. By the end of the day, it was I am allowed to cry. But it started, am I allowed to cry? Because people thought, oh, that's just so sad. Poor Taylor, blah, 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 blah. Uh, mm, uh, mm, mm. She did it during her show. Then we had these. The Albatross spent six years, first years, six first years of life over the ocean without landing. That's totally false. But that's what they said. This one, pre-order the new edition of the Torture Post, the Albatross, on my website now. There were updates for every version. Every day has been a new version. Every day people are ordering that version so she can get more sales. Then we got this stuff that I thought was just so fucking interesting. And people were defending it like it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, so, so, uh, they're super busy. Taylor and Travis are both super busy right now. They're trying their best to prioritize each other in the relationship, source says. Travis is very into Taylor and wanted to be there to support her during her show in Australia. He's grateful that she showed up for him during a very hectic time in her career and made a point to do the same for her. They're making a joint effort to make things work, the sources say. They've been fucking each other for six months. Let's do the math on this. By six months, I was fucking married. By... Eight months, my wife was pregnant. But they're doing these weird hostage release album covers while they're simultaneously trying to justify the relationship because now their crazy-ass fans are going, where the fuck is he? Why isn't he there? This was everyone. If you describe something or someone as an albatross a crown of your neck, you mean they cause you great problems from which you cannot escape or they prevent you from doing what you want to do. This was on the top of fucking Google. I didn't even search for it. It was there. And then this out, this broke by evening.
So the sources said, and we're going to read this because this is, this is the perfect relationship. This is what you and your lover don't have. You are a garbage person. Just remember that. You're not as good as these two amazing fucking people. I got to find the goddamn thing. Give me a second. I fucking took the picture and I fucked up and I don't have it anymore. Let me pause. I got to find a stupid article. So this is the star. Travis loves shouting his catchphrase, a big win. You got to fight for your right to party. But by the time the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade wound up down around lunchtime on February 14th, the tight end was fighting to stand up. That morning, Travis chugged beer and gulped from funnel in the street using the Barty Trophy as a liquid luge. And according to one social media commenter, had also been drinking Don Julio. When Trav took the stage at the end of the parade route and launched into a sloppy, slurred version of Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places, teammates had to hold him up until quarterback Patrick Mahomes finally pulled the mic away. I knew Travis was going to be messy, but Kelsey is lit up, Observer wrote. Another branded him a sloppy drunk. Yet another summed up the sentiment of many writings. Love Travis, but this is embarrassing. Fan aren't the only ones who took notice, while Travis's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, enjoyed hours of drinking alongside him as they partied in multiple nightclubs at the beginning of Las Vegas. Friends believe that his parade antics ventured into cringe territory. He should have reined it in a little bit, explained a source who exclusively tells life and style Travis' boozing up behavior isn't all the pop stars looking to change. Pals are saying that Taylor and Travis are more than six months into a relationship. She feels comfortable setting rules for him as follow. Fortunately, rules for him to follow. Fortunately, Travis is on board with most of them making her happy. Most but not all, Travis is fine with Taylor giving her thoughts and opinions on how to navigate such a public relationship. He really does appreciate it. He's not so happy with some of the restrictions she wants in place, though. For example, Travis, who talked about his past visits to adult entertainment venues and New Hype podcast and wore a crazy horse three Las Vegas shirt in a November football game, is not... is fine not going to strip clubs anymore. That's one of our hard rules. But Taylor also doesn't want him posing for photographs of female fans, mostly to avoid inaccurate headlines, explains the source. He had to roll his eyes at that one. As travelers quickly learned, the 1.1 billion woman tra- Taylor is master at shaping her public image. But he has no interest in playing a calculated media game that's not going to make him think twice about every mood he makes. That's not his style. Yet he's also a man in love, something he publicly declared on the field after swing team one. Gentle demands. Friends claim that Taylor has asked Travis to FaceTime her, not just text, when they're apart, shares a sort. She didn't overly say it, but she secretly wants to see where he is and who he's with. Taylor, a good judge of character, and fears that some of his buddies are red flags. Still, neither she nor Travis is telling others who they can or can't associate with. That would be a relationship deal breaker for both of them. His wardrobe also got in a crosshair. Though she admits she's no fascination, Taylor splashed out 500000 to help Travis look better. The Super Bowl look. The singers, which she wore to Super Bowl, a pair of jeans and a fucked up tank top thing that looks like it's a halter top, was 60K. She loves that he likes to take chances with his style choices, but some of his outfits have been suspect. He's at an all-new fame level, so stepping it up with designer duds is just part of the deal. Taylor says she's not changing him. It's an evolution. The bottom line is that she feels really could be endgame. She doesn't want to control him, just help. He's under a microscope now more than ever, says the source, noting that headline-making athletes currently appear in commercials for at least six major brands have filled five merchandise trademarks. 
Taylor loves Travis and thinks that these rules will help things with their romance as well as his career stays on rails. They're both committed to doing whatever it takes to their relationship. View comments. Let's see what people say. I don't want to get to the point. They had some fun, but this was never going to be leading to a long-term romantic relationship. Too much difference in their values and personalities. At the beginning of the relationship, he seemed very chivalrous. He was doing everything right. However, his behavior was Super Bowl and after was cringeworthy. He clearly thrives on tension, good or bad. I'm really wondering if he is with her for the right reasons. That person is Tracy. Midge. Wish him the best, but Kelsey seems like the type who needs more variety, at least at his current age. Overall, his setup benefits Kelsey ten times more down the road than Swift. I just don't think he'll be able to handle the pressure of how public her life really is. He's handled okay for now, but it really sinks in that 24-7, 365 day I think he'll crack. Why am I covering this on this podcast? Pretty simple. By the end of the day yesterday, as I was logging off of Reddit, where I just sit and read because I'm bored to fucking death, this whole 45 album covers of the new album that are all about Joe, people think, is backfiring. People are like, this is fucking ridiculous. We spent two grand to see you lip sync. She admitted to lip syncing. I mean, come on. If I pay two grand, motherfucker better sing. Motherfucker better. I remember freaking Chris Cornell. We were both worried that we were going to get there and Chris Cornell was going to sound like fried ass because he literally had a problem singing. We were worried because we paid a lot of money. We paid 1,200 bones to go see this dude sing and we really didn't want to sit there and listen to this dude squawk because he's done it. I remember being on Saturday Night Live and hearing him sing and going, what in the actual fuck was that? She's lip syncing because you can't do three hours. All the sets, all the bullshit. You, you just can't do it. I'm not criticizing. She's a fucking icon. I'm not saying she's not, but she's lip syncing and people are like, what the fuck? Then she's trying to garner as much money as she can. Got it. It's a business, but her fans don't understand it's a business. To them, she's mother. They call her fucking mother on Reddit. Mother. She's 34 and acts like she's 17 for fuck's sake. That ain't your mama. If that's your mama, you've really delved off into the wrong part of the fucking gene pool. You need to get your shit together. She's probably a sweet girl, but she's lived in a fishbowl her whole life. She's mentally equivalent to about 21. That's when she broke out and became super famous. She herself stated that. Read it in one of the things when I'm bored. So she is 21. She lives to sing to teenagers about boys. It clearly looks like she pushes away. Nobody's good enough for her because she is completely 100%, 95,000,000% an icon. She's not a person. She's an icon. She went to the zoo and then brought him to the zoo. Who the fuck does that? If I go to the zoo, I'm not bringing my girl to go to the zoo. I just went to the fucking zoo. I'm going to do what she wants to do. No, she went to the zoo had a fun time by herself, and then bought a bro- boyfriend and escorted him around like he had a leash around his fucking neck. Big Sexy ain't gonna hang for this shit. I'm gonna tell you right now, Big Sexy can't be in for that shit because Big Sexy's an arrogant fuck who thinks he's the hottest shit in the world. And guess what? He is. If you break down looks and who is wanted more in the world, it's not Taylor Swift. The comments I see are brutal. 
the current theme one I see all the time. It's sexist as fuck. I'm not saying this. Do not murder me, anybody who stumbles across this. I do not concur with it. She has a Chinese man's ass. I don't know what that fuck it is. It's sexist and racist, but it's all over the fucking place. And people are saying she's a billionaire money grubbing. Money grubbing. With 45 fucking album covers, the suicide or the freaking weird ass uh, su- uh, uh, hostage taker little letters all written about a guy she dated for six months instantly jumped in bed with another guy to jump in bed with another guy. So how the fuck do... What I don't understand about society is how do her fans buy the bullshit? I don't understand it. That's why I read it. I really don't understand these people because if a girl dates three dudes in one year, clearly that six-year fucking relationship really wasn't that important to her. And they're so mental that she puts out, am I able to cry? I'm a, I am off something about I can be sad. And there's a video of somebody who took a video of her and him, and he said the words, it's okay for me to be sad. She didn't. But she was looking at him and kind of the, the body language is like, fuck you. You're not doing what I want you to do. And from all sources that I've read, because I'm bored, don't judge me, she was going to hang it up. She thought her career was shit. There's some bullshit with Kanye West and a phone call and a song. And she thought she was never going to tour again. COVID hit. She got hung up with this guy. He wanted to have a normal relationship and fall in love with somebody and get married. Then she changed the rules and said, I'm going to go back and be a superstar and you need to live my life and you need to be in the public eye because I crave attention and I want to be papped walk is what they call it. I guess it's like perp walk, but what is pap walk? It's all over fucking internet that they pap walk. She likes to pap walk her boyfriends. Pap walk. I'm learning everything every day. Boyfriends. Never say that an old dog can't learn weird shit. What is a pap walk? I, I, Google, come on, work with me, brah. We're trying to learn here. Pap walks. Paparazzi walk. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that's why the relationship fell apart. And she jumped in bed with a guy who jumped, who was a steady fuck and literally said last year, which I didn't know this, I lo- this song's about somebody, you know who you are, I love you. The guy that she was dating said the same very fucking thing that week on a different stage because he was a singer for some band I never fucking heard of, 1975. Then she dates Travis. Don't give a fuck. Not slut-shaming. Don't fucking care. Fuck the world. None of my damn business. Guys do it. Girls do it. It makes sense to me now. Back when I was, let's be honest, my wife, predator. she was a predator. I was a fucking prey. I didn't fuck anything because I was a mama's boy and I regret it now. I'm old and like I should have fucked some shit. Should have just been fucking shit up. I've told my son, you should be fucking shit up now. Just fuck everything. Just do it. The whole world does it. Who gives a fuck? Don't attach your heart. Just go fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Be a dude. I wish I was a dude, but he had me as a father, so he's not a dude. His penis is attached to his heart because he was my genetic. I fucked him. I fucked him up. I'm sorry. I feel really bad because he should be a normal dude and just say fuck it. But the point is, how do you buy that? You're writing albums. The whole things are, this guy sucks. He hurt me. None of it lines up. And they buy five fucking versions of an album based on bullshit. 
And they believe it. I mean, they believe it's a cult, dude. If you've never gone to Reddit and read Swifty shit, it is like a different culture. There's been two categories I've done because this wraps up the podcast. I've done this whole Palomori thing, which I'm not there yet. I'm going to do it hopefully next podcast. I have read in this. This is the craziest shit. Okay. Take the Taylor Swift. That's crazy. About 98% crazy. This Palomori shit is 190% fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy. I read shit and I just go, oh my God, you fucking people. It's like when we first in 2016 or 17, I went in and anybody's been with the show forever, probably Matt in Oregon remembers. I went into a LGBTQ EIEIO and it didn't have the 2SL. It didn't have all those shit. It was just LGBTQ chat room to find out about the 99 pronouns and a bitch ain't one. I got so confused by the time I left that thing. I didn't even know what the fuck call everybody. And that's when I started calling people dude. I just said, fuck it. I'm going to call everybody dude because they don't even know what they want to be called. Gay people were in this chat room. People didn't hear it so long ago. It was really shitty quality on a Samson mic. A bunch of echo. They were calling each other sis. Like lesbians were cis and turfs because they didn't want to, they didn't want to buy that dudes dressed in dresses still with the penis were females, which now this is eight years later, we're fully in. I mean, the whole world believes a dude in a dress has a baby. I mean, we're there. And as we learned last podcast, a dude in a dress has a baby and breast milk comes out. I don't know fucking what planet that is. Maybe it's Martians. Because I've said a bunch of time on the show, go fuck a Martian. I don't care. It's you. Be a Martian and fuck a Martian. It's all you, bro. I don't give a fuck. It's just weird. That's where we've gone in those eight years. So I'm reading the Palomore and I'm reading the Taylor Swift stuff. So update nobody wants i'll give it anyway is the simple fact that he left this morning he went and watched a concert he bailed he has nothing to do that's his girlfriend go back to your relationship at that age brah in my 30s i had my shit together we were having sex like fucking crazy. We were having more sex than we did when we were teenagers. Because then we had babies and we're scared and we're fucked up and we're trying to find food food to eat. We're foraging through dumpsters. We were, we were sucking buttermilk. <clears throat> By 30s, mm, it was good times. Me and the wife getting a freak on. These are two 34-year-old kids. They fuck every once in a while. They never see each other. Who the fuck? This is not a relationship. I'm just saying. It's not a relationship. All those TikToks, it's fucking, they're dead on, man. This is like some PR bullshit from the, and I'm not, not judging. In the 50s, they did this shit all the time. They put singers with singers and actors with singers. It was all for their marketing, and they make money off it. And people are making money off that. We just saw $340 million for the NFL and free marketing because she went to the games and brought people and new advertisers and yada 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 he was there for one day dressed like a nightmare she's got bad taste in clothes that yellow thing he was wearing what the fucking fuck was that being told what he can do not to do bra ain't down with that shit and now miss 1.1 billion is also handing 500 grand because you don't dress good enough for me that would be just end enzo i don't give a f- unless i'm not being a sexist i'm just being honest unless her vagina put out 
gold bullions. In my 30s, if a woman said, hey, you dress like shit, I'd go fuck yourself. All right, deuces. See ya. Because dude, dude dress better than most of us do. I mean, think about most dudes in their 30s right now. They ain't running around fucking fancy-ass suits and shit that get handed to them for free. They're rolling to belk and getting some shit off the rack. Because they're normals. But 500K, when you can drink, when you can hop, you will have FaceTime with me. There was a movie, she's not really that into you. This is like, he is not really into you. Why aren't they FaceTiming? And when you have to put out a statement, we're super busy, that's fucking some weird ass shit. Most of us, we're in a relationship, working full-time fucking jobs, not one day a week, like these fuck fucks do. It's just the craziest shit in the world because these people buy it. So I'm not covering it because of him or her or any of that shit. I'm covering it for the cultural phenomenon, and it ties in with the Palomori unbelievably. What people will believe just to be different. And this cult of personality for Taylor Swift, the PSYOP people aren't that far off. It's some crazy-ass shit what people believe about this 34-year-old girl who's been through 14 different relationships and blame the guy every time. I'm just throwing it out there. If a dude had 14 different girls, what would we say? Man whore. Piece of shit. He's a problem. She's done it so she can sell records. That's some fucked up shit, yo. And now an album's coming out that people are going to have to buy five versions to get all the songs with different colors. And there's a book with it. And it is like the biggest money grab. And finally, for the first time that I've been following this shit since Operation We're Gonna Have to Watch Two 34-Year-Olds Suck Face at the 50-Yard Line started, her fandom is going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm, yeah, I'm canceling my orders. I, sorry, bra. I ain't down with that shit. That's just too much. You're asking too much now. I'm going to wait for the shit to go on YouTube. That's exactly what people are saying. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on YouTube. I'll just get it when I get it. Crazy that it took this long. But when I do the Palomori next time, or Palomori, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Dude, it ties. People believe the weirdest shit now because they don't have anything to believe in. They don't believe in family. They don't believe in marriage. They don't believe in a God of any type. They don't believe in the government because the government's fucked up. They don't believe in shit. And they clearly don't believe in themselves because we all have terrible self-esteem because we think we have to look like Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift. One percenters who clearly don't have good relationships. Both of them have been bouncing around. <clears throat> the thing that's the funniest, he just left a black chick and cheated on her, but yet nobody's talking about that shit. A white boy, fucking a black girl, leaving her for a white girl. Do the fucking math. I'm not the expert on these things, but last time I checked, that's some racist-ass shit. If he was a conservative or he, you know, let's do the math. It would be uncool. So, that wraps up another episode of Flavor Politics Podcast. Share with family and friends. Go to Flavor Politics with a K. Podcast gmail.com email video rumble 482467 old dude music reviews 553-2123 and same SoundCloud account we are I moved this shit around so many times I don't even know what the calendar's at next old dude music is the 28th 
Next, Flavor Politics, the 29th. Till then, disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the yeah, yeahs. Thanks for listening. And take care.